Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello, everybody. This is Derek from Backpacking in Blisters. Alongside me, next to me, in spirit, not physically today, is one man I've seen, and the only man I've seen, use his own dental floss as a repelling system, Carl Mandrioli. Nice. Nice. Uh, how How is it going over there in uh, Colorado land? Over there? It's going good. With me today is Derek Somerville. Poop is not his favorite topic, but it's a solid number two. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. <laughs> That was good. That was from our listener. Yeah. Listener suggested that one because they know that you and poop go together. Yeah, yeah. we all go together with poop. <laughs> we all can relate. Yeah, but to answer your question, yeah, Colorado's good. Lot, lot, we got a lot of snow recently, so um, yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of sledding time. But you know what's not good is I've been trying to plan this backpacking trip in April, and I think this mm. might be like the most rejected backpacking trip of all time. Sad. Yeah, like it's I've sad. invited so many folks and just getting rejections. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but um, it's interesting because when we do the summer trip, like we have to turn people down now. Now I'm the guy getting turned down. I'm the one getting rejected. Do you feel? How do you feel about that? Well, here's I got. This is new new territory for you. I mean, not rejection. Rejection is common territory for me. But I got a question for you about this, though. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. Now I get if you yeah. invite somebody on a trip, or if you invite somebody anywhere to your house, whatever. Like, they can't always make it. They don't want to always make it. Whatever. They, they can't come. So they tell you, they, you know, call you, text you, email you, whatever. Like, sorry, can't make it. Whatever, right? Mm. But what about yeah. the people you invite and then you get the non-response? Like, mm. isn't that, like, super rude? Mm. Like, they just say nothing. There's ever. never, like, they never even acknowledge that you asked them. Well, I'll say this. I'm guilty of that in text message, in the text messages world. Okay. I mean, you know I'm guilty of this. You're guilty of the non-response, but I'm talking about it for a specific invite. That's different. Yeah, yeah. Specific invite. Oh, that's hard. I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like it is pseudo semi-rude because I mean, 
I mean, we're all busy, right? We all have things right. going on, but like, I don't know. I just feel like, is it that hard to shoot back and be like, you know what? Don't think I can make this one. Thanks for right. the invite. I mean, is it really that hard? I don't know. Especially if you guys are semi-good friends. Like, most of you, you're pretty good friends with all yeah, the people well, you're for, inviting, right? No, nah, yeah, for this trip. The reason, I've, the reason why it's the most rejected is I'm reaching out to guys that I'm not necessarily good friends with. We're just trying to set something up where we can kind of just wow. get, get lots of guys going and just get some good camaraderie with different folks that might need some camaraderie. True. So we're trying to reach out to f- people that might need it rather than people <clears> that are kind of the uh, common backpacking players. But I feel like when you invite somebody, like, you kind of put yourself out there and you invite somebody, I feel like that you should at least get a response and so here's my question to you. Should you, if you get a non-response from somebody when you invite them somewhere, when you put yourself out there, mm. do you take mm. them off the list for future invites? Defriend. I just defriend them, period. No. Um, <laughs> defri- nah, I feel like I, it's, I feel like I give somebody the benefit of the doubt the first time. Okay. Uh, I might invite them again later, but like, you know, I've invited a few people that we both know a few times and they always act like they want to go and then it's just like and then i just don't hear from them or they bail out or it's like you know and that's a different issue that is a different issue but if you get the non-responsers i think i give them like a couple of at least a couple tries for sure i'll take your wisdom and i'll I'll be gracious so that's good good advice you know i mean maybe you don't i mean you maybe something happened they didn't see your text maybe they got a barrage of messages it isn't i don't know who knows for sure for sure. That, that's always a possibility. So that was a tidbit. And my other tidbit is, I guess by the time this episode's released, we'll, we will have had two of our like YouTube video episodes out there. One, yeah. uh, Trail Right Away, and then the other one, hopefully everybody's had a check, check out, um, I'm calling it Jumping In, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one's pretty ridiculous as well. You so did a people, good job on these. You guys should yeah, be proud of Carl. He did a good job. Thank you. They're, 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 they're still flowing out there, hopefully one a week. They're taking longer to edit and fix than I thought, but yeah, hopefully people are enjoying them. <laughs> I <laughs> so, enjoyed them. I thought they were yeah, great. Yeah. So I think, I think they're fun. Yeah. I think they're just like, I don't know, like, like I said before, like kind of like a fix for people who haven't mm-hmm. gone backpacking mm-hmm. in a while. So, so today, okay, let's get to today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so my Bible verse for today, mm-hmm. Colossians 3.12, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience so that's a lot of stuff you know there's a lot there's a lot of good things right there to clothe yourself with Derek, do you feel as though you regularly exhibit these characteristics on a backpacking trip Mm, if i'm being honest i feel like i'm half naked in that department since we're talking about the clothing (laughs) uh i think there's always room there's always room to like yeah i think i feel like okay there's those trips this is kind of a weird Example, but I'm going to say it. I feel like there's those trips where I'm like, I have maybe some or all of those things, but but the clothing is very uh, sheer. It's very thin. You know, it's not like right. it's not like clothing. Clothing. You know, it's it's uh, easily rippable. It's easily, I don't know. It's it's like I don't know. It's going to fall apart pretty easily. So okay. I think there's a lot of trips where I have some of those clothing pieces are not right as durable as I want them to be. So yeah. always room for improvement. Tying into our conversation, I wish they, that it was also there was like um, responsive. Responsive is not one of the characteristics, but mm. so I guess we can't mm. hold them accountable to that. But yeah, so. I think if this is the standard, and so we talked about this idea of like what kind of trail character are you? We did this, you know, earlier on in the season, and we had this personality test that went along with it. Yes. And it was a pretty pot, like for the most part, it's pretty positive. There might be, I think we had one characteristic that we got to watch out for. 
But right, in our years of backpacking, we definitely have come across like the dark side of trail characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another way to say it would be like a, a don't be that guy kind of trail character. <laughs> um, yeah. In terms don't of, be that guy. <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. In terms of like hiking world phrasing, you could call it just basically trail etiquette would be along those lines, although some of these don't mm. really fit that mold. And so mm. I, I'm, I'm concerned this is going to come across as like kind of judgmental or um, just kind of just, yeah, kind of like we are holier than thou. We are not clothing ourselves with humility. But I think that from our list, we're pulling from, we're, we're pulling pretty close to home here. <laughs> you know, so I, whether... I, I, I see, I see you look at it that way. I look at this a different way. I look okay. at this as, you know what? I, we're calling a spade a spade. We are obviously guilty of, of some of these as well, but I think it's, it's more like you, we're going to take that initiative to call people out on these, these darker side characters on the trail. And okay. I think it's the listener's job to look at themselves and be like, you know what? Have I been this guy? I'm, right. You know, the B and B boys are keeping me accountable. Like I need to ask myself <laughs> these tough questions. Like, right. Am I, that's a good you know, way to look at it. So, you know, it's not to like, it, again, we're not like pointing specific people out, right? But it's more the traits that we're all, you know, we're human. Like we screw up, so right. Just ask yourself: Have I been this guy? And uh, you know, try to do the opposite. I don't know. <laughs> do the opposite. <laughs> and just so you know, Derek and I don't always get a chance to really discuss episodes, and we did get a chance to discuss this one a little bit. Yeah, and we and we came up with a couple of uh, of thoughts like right away, and then then we kind of went blank. And mm. so to tie it back into what I was saying. When we started to kind of self-reflect, not just with ourselves, but with our own kind of group of guys, then these started really flowing. <laughs> Some oh of these, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Even, okay, so I know I've got trivia today. And yep. and we did do some collaboration, but I still feel like this is kind of a Derek episode. <laughs> what do you, what does that even mean? I just feel okay. like you're driving the, I feel like you're driving this one. Well, you started with poop, so that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. And... And so here, just just quick history of Derek episodes. There's episodes that he's definitely like hand on the steering wheel and, you know, taking sharp turns all the time that I don't expect. <laughs> and so I always get really concerned, like, where is this going to end up and how is this episode going to be perceived? And so he's had a handful that he's really taken the wheel on. And they end up like like the, the Death March one, Essentialitis are a couple of them. Uh, the, you know, how to go poop in the woods, like those are examples. And they end up being our more popular ones, even though I'm, I'm like scared as you're steering the wheel. So, you know, I, I go where the Lord leads, you know, and that's sometimes yeah. you got to take that U-turn. I'm so going to give you credit before this episode in case it goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Really? Thanks. Right. Um, okay, cool. So Derek, I think the way we're going to play this is we each have three examples of trail characters that I think most of us have encountered or maybe even behaved like uh, at some point. And like, we're going to take turns sort of like role playing this where we just sort of Mm -hmm. exhibit somehow the character. And then the other person has to guess who we are, even though it'll probably be really obvious. True. True. Okay. So people can kind of play along and figure out who we're trying to portray and maybe they'll be like, oh, that's me, or that's somebody that I go with, or that's somebody that I used to go with, or that's somebody that I sent a text to and invited and didn't respond. So, <laughs> Right, right. That's <laughs> so, true. Those. so true, so true. Uh, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Um, do you, why don't you start us off? You okay, all right. So here we go. Um, Derek, I see that you're ready to go right now, but I just wanted to pull one thing out of my backpack and as a result, I ended up pulling 40 things out of my backpack, and they're just simply <laughs> scattered about around me. Some of them kind of have price tags on them in case other 
backpackers rolled by and want to like buy something off me. But I'm still looking for that thing, and I know you've been waiting ten minutes, but um, I'm still looking. It sounds like it kind of just oh gosh disheveled guy like disorganized <laughs> disheveled. is that a guy <laughs> disorganized guy um that's good i call him the, the human yard sale mm, that's mm. that's where the price tags and that kind of thing. yeah that makes like. sense like like you know like you've you know you've packed up your stuff you've probably packed up some group gear you've probably packed the tent the stove um you've given everybody their food out of the, the you know the bear stuff and there's still a guy or two that's like nowhere near ready and there's stuff's everywhere well, I think I think this is where the benefit of checking gear before the trip comes in handy. Because uh, if you see a guy who's packed stuff like this with, you know, an overabundance of supplies, price textile on them, I mean, is he is he overprepared? Is he is he uh, he's clearly maybe a little disorganized? I think that's where you, right. as a trip leader, have to take initiative and be like, "That's so cool! You got all this great stuff." But you know what? I think you know we have three <laughs> stoves. Thanks. Oh, you got right. a really good deal on that. But we have two of the. You know, so kind of be encouraging. I think you'd be encouraging with this guy, but also like be like, you know what? Let's filter some of this out so that way your load's a little bit lighter, and you know, uh, you okay. know, kind of divvy it up that way. Yeah, and you're you know reminding him of probably all the stuff that he has. He doesn't really need. You know, right, right. So basically go through stuff. Basically, your solution, I think, is basically to do exactly what I never want to do with people, which is go through their stuff and make them not take stuff. But this is but this is the talk this is the discussion we have every year. Is like, yeah, yeah, and, I, and I've and I've revealed over the first two seasons <laughs> that I've tried to be that guy and I just can't be that guy. But it, that's what I mean. Like, that's where we both need to work. And I'll, I'll do this with you. Like, if it's a new guy, not yeah. one of our regular guys, because we can just do whatever with them. But if it's yeah. a new guy, we have to take that initiative because it's such a pain in the butt later on in the trip. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who, okay. I don't know. I will. I will defer to you on that one. I, simply, what I do is maybe mine, mine's more passive aggressive. Probably, I actually just <laughs> kind of do what I was making fun of you doing, which is I literally am willing to pack up the tent. I'm willing to put everything away that's not individual to the human yard sale, and mm-hmm. that way I'm still like helping the group and getting us moving faster where hopefully that person in the process is able to kind of get organized and, and pack up. It doesn't always work out that way, but... But what about that extra weight, though? Like, where is that extra weight going to go? Like, that's just weight you don't um, need. Yeah. That's the downside. Yeah, for sure. And that's, uh, that's, that's a separate topic. Mine is more just the disorganized portion. Okay, I'll tell you I've what. Actually, I, I got I a better go solution, though. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. I okay. got a better solution is, yes, you could confront him about that and look through the gear. I mean, and if he's going to unpack it, there it is anyway, right? So, right. but another thing is, like, Let's say you you know how we have started to weigh the backpacks before the trip to see who's got the lightest one, right? If his backpack's like thirty pounds, then I'd be like, who cares? You know, it's not that big of a deal, right? But if it's like fifty five pounds, you know, then I'd be like, all right, dude, we gotta like lighten this load. But if he has right. a light backpack, I mean, I don't know what your threshold of so light is. Then then it's yeah. just like take whatever you want. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, and I guess. I guess I kind of, like from personal experience, I kind of was this guy on a trip where I took my son this past year, yeah. and I just started bringing, I brought all sorts of camera equipment, just stuff I'm like, uh, we're only doing a few miles a day, and not realizing how hard the trip was going to end up being, and mm-hmm. anytime I wanted to find something in my pack, I started, I started to realize, like, it's not just about the weight, like, the amount of stuff you have makes it harder to find the stuff that you want at the time you need it. So true. And so I started filing through, and then I started getting frustrated, and then things start right. falling out. Right. And then I, I became that guy, and then I just realized, like, that's why you want to be simple 
and and there's you know it's not just being lightweight although that is a nice benefit you just want yeah. to be efficient so yeah anyway yeah. That, that's one we we got i think we covered this one so Derek, i'm ex- we did. excited to hear yours we did all right next one okay so this is a guy let's uh let me let me let me run through this one for you it's uh here's this guy Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be you to start off, and then I'm gonna play both roles. Okay. On I'm gonna be both roles on this one. So I'm Carl. Yeah, I'm Carl to start this out. So, okay, do do different voices. <laughs> uh, hey guys, uh, this is Carl. Uh, I'm sending everybody a text message and multiple emails about the trip. Uh, I need to know the dates and the week times that you guys are free, so I can schedule this and get the permits and blah 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 blah. Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, great. This is great. Uh, I got about 80% uh, rep- oh, 90% response rate from everybody. This is great. Man, <laughs> I haven't heard from uh, so-and-so. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, let me send them a couple of personal emails. ba 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 Hey, I was just checking to see if you can make the trip. Like, what's going on? What's your availability? Oh, yeah. You know, I got this, uh, possible conflict i'm not really sure yet put me down mm. for the trip but i'm not really sure if i can make it because i might have a family thing i might have a job thing and i'm not really sure i think those dates will work oh you're doing a thursday through sunday i could i could maybe do that friday through sunday is really good though if you can do that so right. let me let me get back to you I, I might need a little bit more time i, I might be a game time decision guy <laughs> game time who, decision. Who, I just kind of named the guy, but I've, that's not the name I have heard, for him. Okay, it's not game time. To, okay, that's um, well, you're you're tugging at my heartstrings on that one. <laughs> I think so. That's like uh, the non-committal, right? Non-committal guy, last minute okay. or last minute commit guy. It won't commit to the last okay. Minute. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is okay. So I feel like this guy responds. He's not getting to the kind of what I was talking about before. I think he he responds, but he responds like in an ambiguous way, like maybe. A lot of maybes, possibly. Yeah, possibly, like likely. That. I'm 75 percent. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. I'll know yeah. by I'll know by next week. There's always right. some kind of delay. It's tough because because we because one of my really good friends is this way, and I just want him to go every single time. So I'm willing to put up with that if it's a guy that you've been with forever. And I just yeah, like I just want I prefer the guy to go now. If it's a guy that's kind of newer to the group, mm-hmm, and yeah. or you. Just, He's just not, you're not as tight with it. I feel like there might be more of like a hard deadline <laughs> you put. You'd be like, just you got to tell me by this date. Otherwise, we got to move on. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's fair, but it's, that's just, I guess, my coping mechanism. I don't know. How would you I do mean, it? life's not fair, Carl. Life's not fair. Right. So I think it's... It's it's one of those things. At some point, you're gonna you have to draw a line because it's like you have to get these permits. If it's a, like right. you know, we go to Glacier National. It's like you got to get these ahead of time. You got to get these six right. months out, four months out. Um, you don't have right. time. And if you can't, yeah, let us know. Then you can't go. I mean, that, and it's a bummer, yeah. but it's the reality of the situation. So, right. Um, Although this year might be a little different because. With the government shutdown, like at least when we're recording this, uh, yeah. who knows when this is going to end and possibly yeah you get your permit the week before because <laughs> at this point everything's closed and i can't I even yeah i'm having a hard time planning stuff but that's crazy yeah we'll think optimistically like it'll be all good to go by the time this episode's released so that'd be nice all right that was a good one that that one was definitely hit to hit home for me on that we one. all can so, endure that guy yeah. i like this one who you got yeah. all right all right next one Derek. hey man thanks so much for planning this trip like i know you put you know hours of time into it and you called up the national parks when they were open and poured over the maps and you know made sure everybody had the the right gear and that we were all good to go and just had all all the ducks in a row man you did a really good job with that 
Um, that being said, is there any way we could like completely disregard everything you've done and go this way? <laughs> I already know where you're going with this one. I already know where you're going with this one. Uh, this is the like um, mutiny guy or whatever. Yeah. This is like Usurper of power. Usurper of power because. Not, not that there's really power, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how you look at it. Then, uh, yeah. He's still bitter, folks. He's still bitter from last trip. Um, anyway, yeah, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, 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 last trip, last trips. This is like an annual event, my friend. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, do you feel like I'm the usurper of power? Is that what it is? You know what? I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I've mentioned this before. So let me, let me do a different one. Okay. Um, this is the same issue, but different circumstances. This is just from the trip right before that. All right. <laughs> oh boy. We're about to start the trip com- t- uh, tomorrow, Carl, and you have uh, picked out a spot for us to stay the night before so that we can start as fast as possible and get on the trail fast. I'm not really comfortable with this decision. You, right now, the day before, need to find a different spot in this crowded <laughs> Glacier National Park where mm. everything's been sold out for mm. months. Can you please find us an alternative place to stay? Because I don't want to go nice. where you're going. Okay, first of all, let me clarify that. That wasn't me. I know that, that. one wasn't you. No, that one wasn't me. Right. Uh, that was you handled that well, by the way. You handled that well. Um, that's a hard one because uh, I think you know. I think you always have to go back to the group uh, as a whole, and I think when you have somebody doing something of that nature, uh, I think it's it can be challenging for sure. But I think just group vote is what you're saying. I think group voting is important, and I think it's like we talked yeah. about last time when we had that quote-unquote usurpation, is that a word, of power. Um, (laughs) I just made that up. Where, you know, you were feeling that way. And then then you and I kind of agreed, like, you know, you and I and maybe maybe one one of our other guys should have kind of went aside and, like, talked about, like, what we really feel is best to do, regardless of these other guys, because... (laughs) <laughs> these other guys. Well, I mean, either either you take that route or you because obviously when you open the door up to everybody in the group, it's going to become a much more difficult road to a conclusion, right? So right. So we yeah we kind of talked about this. I I think that that was your solution, and I think I agreed with it. Yeah. And then it really in the end, I just got to suck it up and just make fun of it and then move on. So I think that's my coping that's me- mechanism. But um, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. What you got? All right, my next guy is this guy. Oh man, this is such a great trip. Oh jeez. Uh, what? Oh, you know what? Hey, uh, what do you? What is that there? You got? Is that? Uh, is that sunscreen? You got that? Oh, hey, you know what? You might. You mind if I just? Can I just borrow a little bit of that? Yeah, it's a little. It's a little <laughs> for my arms. A little. Bit. Not. I might just a little bit on my arms. A little bit on my legs. Like, thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate that. Hey. Um, wow, that looks really yummy. What is that? That looks. Uh, <laughs> that's. Is that? Is that a new thing? Like I've never seen that before. Like what is? It? Oh, those are just those are just white, just raisins. Oh, I thought they were some some exotic organic thing. Wow, I wonder what they taste like. I wonder what they taste like. <laughs> Who is this guy? Does he hit home for you? Um, that the way that you did it does not hit home whatsoever because I do not behave that way. <laughs> but I do know people that do behave that way, and that. Yeah, or or they just go straight up like, "Hey, can I have one of those?" Or can I have lots of those? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Or they don't even ask; they just put their hand in the bag and can start grab grabbing. So and, true. Um, anyway, that's funny. Yeah, so that's the Mooch guy, right? It's one of our favorite guys, Mooch yeah, guy. Yeah, and you mine's are way more way way more subtle than that. No, yeah, well, no, you're you're very crafty though, yeah. and, and and it's it's become this thing where like I've 
I'm witnessing you do it, and I don't even think the other guys know that you're doing it. Right. It, to some degree. And I'm just like, man, that was good. You know I'm what? like envying your, yeah. your ability. I think, yeah, because I think, well, we're trying to point out kind of the dark side of trail characters. And I don't know this is a dark side because I, <laughs> oh, as, as we mentioned before, one of our episodes, like I am relieving extra weight off people who simply are overbringing food. So I, I'm not going to go <laughs> negative on this guy. I'm going to, I'm going to remain and, but you're encouraging somebody to be a mooch, like in, in an appropriate general. way to alleviate everybody's extra weight. So <laughs> you know what though? Let's, I think we need to document this and how, how to appropriately do this. So we, we're making these new sort of, you know, backpacking mini episodes with mm. so maybe if, if you are enjoying witnessing this maybe you need to film some of this and we'll make a little episode out of it next next year yeah okay. definitely i'm gonna put this guy in the lukewarm category he's like okay. he's not bad horribly right. but he's not good either so well and that's kind of and that's kind of my next one is like this guy's not really that bad but some people get really sort of like tired not really offended from this guy but really kind of maybe annoyed is a good word and some people mm, get more annoyed yeah. than others. Other people like really like this this person. Um, this person we do not have in our group, by the way. And this person mm. I come across and tends to be, uh, I'm gonna tends to be, I don't know. I'm gonna say like somewhere in the 50 to 60 year old range. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of okay. yeah. So okay. here we go. Hey um, hey Derek, you you know what they say? If you don't like the weather here, you just gotta wait five minutes. Hey <laughs> <laughs> hey Derek. Um, if, if, you know, you can make it to camp, just put one foot in front of the other and eventually you're going to get there. Derek, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know, there might be some bears here, but you know what they say. You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than your friend. <laughs> Do you know who the winners are of hide and seek? Like the best hide and seekers of all time. The Sasquatch. Wow. Um, that's obviously cliche guy. Cliche guy. That cliche is right. Cliche guy. Yes. Wow. Legendary. You know, and the funny thing about cliche guy is when I when I encounter cliche guy, he brings out this other character on the trail. Okay. I like to call I like to call that guy eye roll guy. Because every time I hear one of these cliches, I just find myself rolling my eyes like, oh, goodness. Like, really? Heard that a million times. Is this happening again? Oh, it just makes me yeah. want to... Okay. The word, honestly, of all the things I just I just listed, though, the worst one, the one that I've heard the most... Well, I've heard the, the bear one for sure, but the weather one, like, I feel like oh, I've... Like, yeah. living in different areas, different states, just visiting different spots, I feel like there's always somebody from that area that's like, you know what they say about the weather here? And I'm like... What do they say about the weather here? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I, you know, ironically, I feel like I hear the one foot in front of the other a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's uh that one. I actually mind. use that one with my kids cause it's to them. It's not a cliche. They, they haven't heard that enough. Actually cliches. Now that I think about it, cliches are actually good for kids because for them it's like something fun and new, but for, for the adults, <laughs> <it's not. laughs> for us, it's like, Oh, please stop. Right. Please. Okay. Right. This is uh easily one of my most, annoying characters on the trail if not the most annoying character i'm gonna bring him up okay so here's i got a few examples as well like you did so so hey carl you know i mean i'm sure you already knew this like what's your what's your big three carl like what's your what's your big three carl just responds like what do you what do you mean big three what are you you talking about you know like what's your you know come on i mean carl you're like a legend here carl like what's your what's your uh you know your 
your sleeping supply, like what's your sleeping bag situation, what's your, you know, <laughs> what, what's supply. your, you know, what's your situation like? And the, the big three. I mean, everybody knows that. Okay, hey, Carl. Um, you know, up ahead, I saw that there's a, uh, you know, there's that water bar up ahead. I was wondering maybe we should just like cruise around and, uh, you know, go. I mean, you you probably think we should probably go the other way too, right? Should we just maybe go? You're like water bar. Like, what are you talking about, water bar? I mean, I mean, Carl, you know, I mean, you're 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 basically a legend. I mean, it's like a you know, it's a log or a rock that kind of diverts the water from the trail. You know, pu- you know, I mean, it prevents it prevents erosion, Carl. I mean, everybody knows that. Um, hey, Carl, um, <laughs> I'm already annoyed at you, but keep going. <laughs> hey, Carl, I was wondering if uh, hey, Carl, can you help me go camel up over here? I got to go camel up real quick before we get going back on the trail. Carl's response is camel. What the what are you, camel? Carl, I mean, Carl, you know, you just got to go get some more water, dude. It's, it, it, camel up. Everybody just says camel up, right? I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, that's really... Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Um, You're annoying everybody right now so bad. Hey, hey Carl. <laughs> hey, Carl. I just, I wanted to tell you, I mean, uh, did you see that? Um, I'm sure you've, you you look like you've done this before. I, I I don't even probably need to ask you this, Carl, but you've, I'm sure you're a triple crowner. You know what I mean? Like, how was your triple crown experience? You know, like, what was that like? <laughs> Carl's response, oh my like, gosh. triple crown, like, horses, like, what are you talking about? No, triple crown, Carl, like, you know, like, the the three biggest, most scenic trails in America, like, you've obviously been on them, I'm sure, like, I was just wondering, you know, like, what the, you didn't know triple crown? Oh, I thought you knew that, oh, that's, that's too bad. <laughs> and then finally, we have, I get you have more, you are not going to stop, you're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on and on, oh I got so many of these. Okay, um, so, well, actually, Carl, um, earlier I heard you, you know, I, I mean, it's not a really big thing. I'm sure you. I'm sure you knew this already, but you know, it's not Cairn. It's Carn, actually. I mean, it. You know, it's just it's from the Scottish Gaelic, you okay. know, history of uh, the stacking the stones. And what that is, Carl, is that is just a you know kind of a a directional thing, so you know where to go right. on the trail, Carl. So I'm sure you probably knew that though, Carl. So who's that guy? Oh my goodness! I, first of all, I would just like to thank everybody who did not hit the fast forward or the stop button on this podcast at this point, because <laughs> that was that was tough to endure. It's tough to say. It was tough. Okay, to say. I have a sneaking suspicion that you think it's one thing, and I think this is another thing. Like you, I know you already oh, described okay. this person as annoying, and so it's not just plain annoying person. But I think. I think what this person's doing is they're they're coining new terms or coining new phrases. So like I guess I would call them the phrase coiner. The phrase coiner. This yeah. is this is patronism guy. Yeah, for yeah. For sure. Be- yeah, no, yeah, because not at all. Like he's not patronizing anybody. I think he's insult he's like he's he's subtly con- like he's he's throwing out all those fancy phrases, sure. But then he's okay. also kind of like I feel like he's kind of like insulting you at the same time. He's like, you didn't know that? Like, you're, I mean, come on, dude. Like, you knew that. Like, that's, right. I mean, we should go, well, you know. So that's kind of like, like, I feel like patriotism guys like, like, you don't know how to start a campfire. Like, are you kidding me? You've been backpacking for four years and you can't get a campfire started. Like, come on, you're better than that. Like, that to me, that's patriotism guy. That is passionate. I think that's more like punk guy, though. I think (laughs) to me, and maybe it's a combination of both these guys, but I feel like to me, like there's a lot of that, like subtlety where it's like it's not so in your face and there's there's the in your face stuff like wow how did you not know where to go there like that was super obvious on the trail side like what are you doing you know there's that whole thing and then there's a kind of like that subtle thing where like oh I mean, I'm sure, you know, you probably knew about that, right? Like, yeah, and there's I don't know to me, both of them are maybe one and the same, but those guys 
typically end up going solo most, if not all the time. I don't think most people want to <laughs> hike with that person. And, and, and there's I, good reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I think reason. I, and I've, and I've come across those guys for sure. And they typically are by themselves and they're just looking for some sort of human interaction, somebody to, to talk mm-hmm. to and to, to kind of inform, I suppose. And yeah, so t- they're, they're, they're somebody that, yeah, they just need human interaction, but they still, they're still figuring out the social side of things. So mm, mm, that's true. Yeah. This, this being said, I'm going to give a, a sneak peek into the trivia without giving too much away, but I'm in, remember trivia. I'm doing trivia. Remember that Tri- trivia tonight. You, this is for next episode trivia. I'm just going to give a sneak okay. peek for next episode. So we talked oh, about patronism right. guy and how annoying that can be, but there's also right. a different guy that it's not going to, it's going to involve part of the trivia, but we call, I call this other guy. It's a very thin line between these two guys. I call this guy fancy, okay. ter- fancy terms guy. And fancy terms okay. guy, you're going to learn about. Well, that's who you just described, right? That's you, the guy's coming up with his own terms. Well, there's there's patronism guy that will talk about like, hey, you can't start a fire. Hey, let me okay. throw out these fancy terms, but I, I'm going to make you feel like a fool in front of everybody else because you don't know what this means or what I'm talking about. But then there's fancy terms guy who has the fancy terms, but he just likes. He's not going to make you feel bad about it. He's he's just going to like talk to you about, it. and I'm going to explain that more okay. next episode. So, gotcha. There's a subtle difference there. We were kind of the fancy terms guy. I feel like we we came up with some some of our own terms, you know, with the trail lingo stuff, like the salt lick, you know. Yeah, right. I don't right. think that caught on though. Yeah, I don't think that caught on. But, but now, would I would I make you feel bad about that though? Like, oh, you don't know what a salt lick is, dude? Like, how dumb? No, you know what I, I mean? Know, so because so there's yeah. those guys who just like right. fancy things. So we'll talk about that later. But so we covered six of the thousands, maybe. Co- of, yeah, 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 for sure. And and so so I guess we have some honorable mentions. We've got you know the the peak bragger. So you can probably mm. figure out what that's referring yep. to. Not somebody who just likes to go climb peaks, but the peak bragger. We ha- we have the we've got the whiner, the whiner guy. The whiner. We've got the control freak, which I probably come across as um, <laughs> half the time. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> which is funny because in real life, I'm really not a control freak, but on the backpacking trip, I pr- I, I really want it to be good, so I do kind of yeah, that yeah. way. Understandably, um, though. I guess kind of conclusion for this is yeah, just there's there's a dark side to the trail characters, and if we kind of tie it back in with, you know, the verse Colossians 3, 12. Mm. Like, it, I think that's kind of the litmus test for, for our behavior out there. And I think you could still be doing well and still be the cliche guy. He just, he, like I said, he annoys some people more than others. Cliche so. guy can be, it's, it all depends on like, is he, it, does he mean it like innocently or is he trying to be like? Most times they do. We talked about this idea of trail etiquette. So I'd like to kind of more formalize this. And now we, we just kind of poke and find some things, but there is some actual legitimate backpacking knowledge to be had from this episode for those of you that have managed to hang in there which we appreciate knives machetes saws and shears multi-tools shovels swords axes spears hatchets and tomahawks if it cuts snips slices or chops midway usa has it find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com.
Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Trail etiquette trivia. I've got six trail etiquette questions for you. Mm-hmm. None of these are dealing with you know the dark side of trail characters unless, of course... Uh, you become that way by violating some of these trail etiquette, you know, ideals here. Mm. And so as a result, like, you know, how good are you, Derek, at your trail etiquette? Out of these six, you should be able to get five, possibly all six. You feel I'm good hoping. That? I'm hoping. Okay. We'll see. All right. So, you're, so here we go. Number one, you're, you're on the trail, you're hiking, and you, got, you have to stay to the blank and pass on the blank. We're talking about right, left, middle, backwards, up or down. Stay well. Pass on the right. Okay. Um, stay to the. I don't think. I, why am I not forgetting? Stay to the. Stay to the. Is it stay so to, you the right stay to the right and then pass? Right. Pass on the right. Stay to the right. Pass on the right. <laughs> That's what I want to say. It feels weird. Stay okay. To, stay to the right. So somebody ahead of you has stayed to the right, and you're going to pass them on the right. You're going to like plow through them or go <laughs> up on the side. Well, of the then trail. that that makes Possible, sense. Possibly a drop off there too. <laughs> so stay to the right, pass on the left. Stay to the left, pass okay. on the right. You Depends saved really yourself because that was going downhill fast. All right, okay. so stay that to, is correct. Depending on where the guy is, stay to the left, pass on the right, pass on the right. Circle. Yeah, we do have some foreign listeners from countries that do things the opposite way, like driving the you know the other side of the road, and so for mm. them it might be a little different. But where we typically go, you are going to stay to the right, pass on the left. What if I go backpacking in England? You know, Scotland, right? And they, you know, yep. Right. Then do as they do there. Follow do the their opposite. rules. For, yeah. So stay to the right, pass on the pass left. Pass on the left. That's the standard. And it's okay to, to greet them and let them know that you're behind them. You don't want to scare them. Don't yell hey bear. Don't yell hey yeah. bear before you. Yeah. Well, okay. It's not a trivia question, but I got to follow up for this. Yeah. So you don't like, I, I don't like to scare people at all on the trail, like especially if you're, you know, if I'm running and then they're walking or hiking or whatever. But if they have earbuds in and their earbuds Ooh. are clearly like too loud, like they're blasting out of their ears, so they mm. are tuning themselves out from the world, yeah. is it okay to scare them at that point? Oh, uh, this is okay. I don't really encounter this because I don't go running on the trails like you, but well, it's you could be just hiking faster than them. Yeah, yeah. I I would say, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to okay. be louder than you normally would. What else are you gonna do? You can teach right? them a lesson. It's not that you're teaching them a lesson. I feel like it's it's what do they expect you to do? Except either you're gonna run up to them and tap them on the shoulder, which is really creepy, or right. you can't you can't be as loud as you normally would. So you're, you're right. kind of for, they're putting you out of your own comfort zone right. to be louder. So okay, or you could well, throw a rock at them. Maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna come out. That's why I thought you'd be throwing the rock at the guy who was who had his sound machine on from a few episodes back. Like I, I only throw know. rocks at I only throw rocks at drones, Carl. Ooh. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Boom. All right, my second question actually does deal with earbuds, but more from the, like the first person's point of view. Um, okay. We talked about you know earbuds kind of blasting or you know whatever. So what is what's proper earbud etiquette then? Don't wear them. Don't wear them ever. Never have earbuds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. One in, one butt in, one butt out. Can you okay. do that? You can do that, but what what? Yeah. What's the most you can get away with? You think having them in, but having the volume. 
Dare I say low? It's so subjective, though. I mean, right? I don't know. I That's think you want to be you want to have it low enough to be able to hear your surroundings, whether it's fellow hikers or animals, right. or yeah. scary things that might attack you. So true. That's yeah. So I think you get that one. I'll give you that one. Uh-huh. All right. So this one, this next question, directly connects to the trail right away video, where you were whole, you literally Indeed. wore a sign about this. That was fun. Who who yields uphill or downhill hikers? The, we have, okay, if I'm going downhill, I need yep. to yield. I need to yield to the people going right. uphill. Okay. That's the rule. We had a long conversation about this last season, and it sounds like you came out on the right side because that is correct, Derek. Good job. That is correct. But people don't always, people don't always know that, and that is why right. the sign sh- you know, should be maybe a thing that people should right. do. And the other confusing part, too, is that sometimes the uphill hikers want, like, an excuse to take a break and so then they will yield and then you kind of feel bad as a downhill hiker but really they just they're right. just resting so and that yeah that uh, happens every trip i would say that would go on right but yeah, if so. you're the uphill hiker and you don't want to break and the downhill hikers aren't yielding as we talked about you just got to shove them off the trail right that's where the sign comes in handy right exactly right, right, where the right, sign right. comes there. in handy. okay yeah okay all right so you're three for three all right number four so in regard to trail sustainability mm-hmm. should you walk through a mud puddle or around it? Mm, I always, I mean, I'm going to say around it, even though it's going to create a new trail. But let me rephrase the uh, can I hop over the it? question. Um, trail well, sustainability. Assume, yeah. Trail sustainability, yeah. right. I get, I get yeah. what you're saying. You know, okay. if I walk around it, I'm creating a new trail, which is not. I'm not asking what, what you're going to do. I'm asking what you should do. Uh, I mean, number one, I want to hop over it. Let me just say that. Okay. If I can, I do. Yeah, it's a big puddle. It's a big puddle. I knew you were going to do that. So I, I want to say, yeah. I mean, it's really hard. Sometimes you're forced to go around it because it's too big, you know? Right. So what are you supposed to do? No, you, you just go, go through it. it. You're supposed to go through it. I, I, I think you know the answer. You're just, you're I just do. Like I do know the answer. I don't to, say you're supposed to get yourself all muddy and keep the trail intact, yep. but nobody right. does that. And so right. that's what's sad is... Uh, you know, I mean, how do we ever prepare like on the trip? Because you know, you get to the huge mud puddle and you're like, uh, I'm supposed to go through this, but right. I don't want to ruin all my stuff. So right. I'm going to do the easy thing and go around it. And then, you know, here's I, this new trail. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, th- I think you're totally right. Like, you're supposed to go through it, but 99% of the people actually go around it. I, I definitely go around it and don't feel bad either. I feel like the trail's like already a pretty big scar in the landscape. And by widening it, a couple inches over the course of it, you know, years is not really doing that much additional damage. Mm. Um, I think the bigger offender though, really for a couple of reasons is people that cut switchbacks and now they're creating like a whole new trail. So they're creating Mm. an additional scar. And then I've seen circumstances where at the end of a switchback is a junction and people cut it and they miss their junction. And so even if it seems obvious, I've seen it where it's like just kind of around a corner, the sign's not super clear. So, yeah, I think that's the bigger issue, but um, you're supposed to walk through the mud, so I think you figured that one true, out. True, true, yeah. You didn't want to say it, but I sensed you. I didn't want to so say it, So I'll no. give it to you. Okay. That's the real All right, next one. Yeah. Number five, six, five of six. True or false? If wildlife has grown accustomed to human interaction, so you're getting kind of like a, mm. you know, a human zone that wildlife, they're just used to people being around, mm-hmm. um, and they have now grown dependent upon human food for their own <laughs> subsistence and survival... It is now, as a result, it is now okay <laughs> to feed them double-stuffed Oreos. For sure. No. Uh, absolutely okay. no. Um, okay. 
That's yeah. That's one of the big. I mean, let's Yosemite. That's like Yosemite in a nutshell, right? I know. So, that's, that's that's most national parks. I mean, obviously, you can feed them single stuffed Oreos. Um, that's okay, fine. That's fine. But right. yeah, don't enable the animals. You're enabling them, and that is just going to keep them bringing coming back. Obviously, so no, it's not right. okay. That's kind of an obvious one, but um, I think there's still people out there. That even though they know better, they still but they still do it. Do it. They still do it. Right. Like, how many times have you seen people try to bait uh, some kind of, like, deer or antelope or moose or whatever with, like, something? Like, come in, because, right. you know, they're not afraid of that. So, right. let's bait them with something, yep. right? So Yeah. I, I do not do that and do not support that, but I just I just feel like I see that all the time. So I felt like there was a trip where you tried to bait a marmot with something. Didn't that, was that you? No. no. Somebody else? No, no. Marmots, okay. you do not want to mess with marmots. Like, I've gone in violent. areas where marmots will... Will like attack your backpack when you put it down and just tear into it and get to the food. So they I do not mess around marmots. Yeah, yeah, they they can't if they're used to if they know that you got the food, they're they're gonna go after it. So actually, you do but, enable the animals. Let me stop real quick because you know okay. when you are dropping your um, your Ziploc with the powder in it, I've seen mm. the ants. Sometimes the ants get on that and the flies, Carl, and you're enabling right. those ants. That's true. And so That's true. just an FYI. I've got a one-year streak of not doing that, so I'm going to keep that going. you got to lock that. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Good job. Uh, okay, so last question. Um, this is kind of, I'm going to kind of personalize this question to you because I'm going to kind of put you in this situation and what, and what you're supposed to do. All right? So when you, Derek, need to rest every half mile or so, um, where should you stand or likely, in your case, sit? In the middle of the trail. No. Okay. I would say off trail. I don't okay. know if you like a yard or two or three off trail and just yeah. catch your breath. I mean, sit on, find on a rock or something. Like right. I've seen you do that, and you do a good job of that every quarter mile, mm. three, three. Quarter so, mile. I feel I feel like I I do a pretty good job getting off trail every quarter mile, but um, <laughs> I sometimes like leave my backpack in the way and don't realize it. So that's my. There, I my will bad. say this though: like, there's uh, a couple of the trips where I had some some difficulty going uphill or or whatever it was. That's most. I remember trips. stopping. <laughs> I remember, I remember, not true. I remember stopping. Uh, I remember stopping like in the middle of the trail. Like when we did, uh, was it Maroon Bells? I remember um, Nate and I would we would literally just go like a hundred steps and then we just stop in the middle right. of the trail and then we'd take a break and then we keep. But yeah. there was nobody else like around, so we didn't really care. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that and that was going up a pass where there's not a lot of op- opportunities to be off to the side anyway. So, right, right, right. Yeah, I've got video of that actually. But um, so, Derek, you you know your trail etiquette, and for the most part, actually participate correctly with trail etiquette. So, I think, I'm a saint. I am I'm going to say, I'm yeah, sure. you graduated from trail etiquette school, and I think we need to move on to um, to social skills school, social etiquette. So we'll move on to that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next episode. Wow. No, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that's a whole series. We could do a season on that. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you for that input, Carl. I appreciate that. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up, unless you have anything else for us. Uh, I think it's time to wrap it, my friend. Guys, that'll wrap it up for us today. Thanks again for participating and listening with us through all that uh, interesting dialogue. I hope you guys did well in the etiquette quiz. Take a listen to the um, YouTube videos. Uh, take a listen. Take a listen <laughs> and a watch on the YouTube videos, I should say. Carl and I left you the links for the uh, YouTube videos on the podcast description, so check that out. And also, we left it on the Facebook page. You can see the link to go check out the YouTube videos. Enjoy. Make fun of it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Um, and remember, guys, 
It's just not backpacking unless there's at least 49 blisters along the way. Okay. I want to fly around the world. So there's one more guy that I didn't... It's really not on the list, but... Uh, this character really only comes out sometimes when Carl is on my trip, you know, and uh, he starts kind of going control freak mode. He starts going a little, a little patronized mode, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And this other guy comes out. It's called Face Slap Guy. And I really wanted to, Face Slap Guy wants to come out and just like slap him in the face. But Face Slap Guy is also, he's wrestling with like, be the bigger man guy. And those two guys are always in, like, you know, jockeying for position with me And, and when I'm on the trip with just Carl. And, and it's it's a constant battle, guys, you know. So I'm hoping that one day uh, Sasquatch guy will come out and just kind of level the playing field. And then we won't really have anything more to talk about because that mystery will be solved and I'll be silenced. And that'll be it. You go out there and the fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment through the blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the duck camp dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is duck camp dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.